Takes a tackler into the end zone. He catches it in stride and scores. This is This Week in the Mountain West. He walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Mountain West Conference champions. Hi, this is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West, and you are listening to This Week in the Mountain West. On the Mountain West Radio Network. Welcome in. Thanks for joining us here on the Week 11 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. I'm your host, Matt Neverett. This week on the program, we'll be joined by UNLV head coach Marcus Arroyo after the Rebels defeated New Mexico for their first win of the 2021 season. And Nevada play-by-play broadcaster John Ramey stops by to highlight the highlights of a Wolfpack win over defending conference champion San Jose State. News and notes from around the conference include the current number of five bowl-eligible Mountain West teams, ranking as the third most of any FBS conference, trailing only the Big Ten and the SEC. That number could increase to as much as seven schools in Week 11, with the winner of Friday night's matchup between Wyoming and Boise State achieving bowl eligibility. San Jose State can also become bowl eligible with a victory over Utah State on Saturday. The conference's five wins over Power 5 opponents also ranks third in the nation behind, you guessed it, the Big Ten and the SEC in those categories once again. The weekly awards around the Mountain West were announced on Monday morning and featured a mix of past winners and a pair of first-time selections. Utah State senior wide receiver Devin Tompkins was tapped as the conference's Offensive Player of the Week, leading the Aggies to a road non-conference victory at New Mexico State while hauling in nine catches for a career-high 215 yards, which is tied for the ninth most receiving yards in a single game in school history. He also tied a career-high with two touchdown receptions from 22 and 54 yards out, respectively. Wyoming senior linebacker Chad Muma was named as the Defensive Player of the Week, leading the Cowboys to a border war victory over Colorado State, leading them with 11 tackles, including six solo stops, and also including an interception that led to a Wyoming touchdown midway through the fourth quarter, and an eventual offensive score that extended the Cowboy lead to a 31-10 advantage. The conference's Special Teams Player of the Week was Boise State place kicker Jonah Dalmas who in Boise's 40-14 victory over nationally ranked Fresno State tallied a total of 16 points while not missing a kick, going 4-for-4 on field goals and 4-for-4 on extra points. Dalmas has now made 11 straight field goals. And finally, the Mountain West Freshman of the Week is UNLV quarterback Cameron Friel. The Hawaii native led UNLV to its first victory of the year, completing 20 of 33 passes for 227 yards and two touchdowns. He connected for a career-long 75-yard touchdown pass to Kyle Williams that gave the Rebels a lead for good in the second quarter. Friel also led the Rebels to 21 first-half points, their highest total output in the first half of the season. We'll rehash all the action from last weekend when we return. You're listening to the Week 11 edition of This Week in the Mountain West, and you have it right here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Craig Bull, head coach of the University of Wyoming. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. With unrivaled landscapes that provide a quality of life unlike any in the country, you'll find us immersed at the peak of nature's splendor through a gateway of opportunity which leads to academic and personal growth that is beyond compare. Our students learn at the peak of achievement. And as our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. 
In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor, but don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud, but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other team's fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network. With 12 institutions nestled in the nation's most desirable destinations, you'll see us enjoying life at the peak of celebration. As you witness us not only win, but win the right way, you'll find us competing at the peak of integrity. As our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. This is Danny Gonzalez, head coach of the University of Mexico Lobos. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West Conference. Before we dive further into the Week 11 slate around the conference, let's take a look at the week that was Week 10 in the Mountain West. The UNLV Rebels earned their first victory of the season and of head coach Marcus Arroyo's tenure in Las Vegas on Saturday in a 31-17 road win at New Mexico in a game which featured the third straight win for the Rebels in Albuquerque. The Mountain West's Freshman of the Week went to Rebel quarterback Cameron Friel, who competed 27 passes for 283 yards in the victory. Magyar is the running back. Passing down now, third and 11. Back to throw, Friel steps up, a lot of time. Looking, looking, fires over the middle. He's caught, touchdown. That was Marcus Phillips. Russ Langer on the call with ESPN 1100, Las Vegas. In a non-conference matchup of Aggie mascots, Utah State defeated New Mexico State in a 35-17 contest in Las Cruces, New Mexico, thanks to a big day through the air for Logan Bonner and the rest of the Utah State offense. They want to throw the fade to McGriff, caught, touchdown! Justin McGriff looks at the defender and said, yeah, nice shot, I got it, that's a touchdown, and the Aggies are rolling. That was Scott Gerrard on the call for Learfield. The border war game between Colorado State and Wyoming has produced some tight matchups over the years, with the 2021 edition in Laramie no exception. A late Chad Muma interception for the Cowboys set up a short field for the Wyoming offense late in the fourth quarter, who were already enjoying a bombastic day on the ground. Lost territory, Levi Williams out of San Antonio area, flushed. Good running quarterback, big pick up, Williams! On the move to the end zone, touchdown Wyoming! That audio courtesy of CBS Sports. Entering Week 10 ranked as the number 24 team in the nation, San Diego State traveled to Hawaii for a matchup against the Rainbow Warriors that proved to be a defensive battle, with the Aztecs ultimately coming out on top by a 17-10 score thanks to some major production on the ground from running back Greg Bell. At the line of scrimmage, might be checking off, could be a decoy, you don't know, but he's there. As well as in the shotgun today, Bell, right tackle, touchdown, Aztecs! Thanks to Extra 1360 in San Diego and Ted Leitner on the call. 
In a game that was likely the most anticipated battle of the Week 10 slate around the conference, Boise State took on number 23 Fresno State in Central California and came out on top as 40-14 to winners in a game which featured a lot of Boise State offense, including a passing touchdown for quarterback Hank Bachmeyer and 117 yards rushing from tailback George Halani. Bob Beeler from Learfield had the call for the Broncos. Third down, we'll call it six or seven. Still Van Buren and Crow with Bachmeyer in the backfield. And it's a handoff to Crow. Crow will be sprinting left side. Is he in? It's close. And he's got it. Another touchdown for the Broncos. Tyler Crow into the end zone. And in the final game of Week 10 around the Mountain West Conference, Nevada and San Jose State played a thriller of a game in Reno that ended in a 27-24 Wolfpack win thanks to a strong game under center from quarterback Carson Strong and a game-winning field goal with mere seconds remaining on the clock from kicker Brandon Talton. Talton from the far hash. 45 yards to win it. Spotted and kicked. Plenty long. It's good. Brandon Tolton with three seconds remaining gives Nevada a 27-24 lead. That would have been good from 60. We'll hear from Nevada play-by-play -play broadcaster John Ramey later on about the ending of that game and how the Wolfpack stack up against the remainder of the West Division. UNLV head coach Marcus Arroyo hops on next after these words from your local station. This is Brady Hoke, head coach of the San Diego State Aztecs. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Andy Avalos, head coach of the Boise State Broncos. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Coming off the first win of the season in a 31-17 victory on the road against New Mexico, UNLV head coach Marcus Arroyo earned his first win at the helm of the program and joins us now on This Week in the Mountain West. And coach, right off the bat, number one question, how did the Gatorade bath on the sideline feel and what was that locker room celebration like after the win? It was great. It was, it was good to get uh, good to put a, a complete game together with our guys after uh, what they've persevered through this season and in uh, the first year fully together. It, it's exciting to get that opportunity to get in the locker room and celebrate and uh, now to get a chance to continue to grow uh, amidst our, our, our injuries and our, our schedule. It's been it's been a tough road, but it's been uh, it's been one full of uh, consistency and optimism and, and, and perseverance and a lot of identity in our group uh, being a young group so it was exciting to get a locker room and now it's exciting to get back home and, and try to stack another one no doubt this week seemed like it had a special feel from the start your team came out of the gates hot scoring a season high 21 points in the first half of the win was there anything leading up to this contest in particular that may have felt a little bit different than in weeks past you know, no, I, I mean, we've been in, in five of, of nine of our games. We've been down in the fourth quarter doing one-score games inside of seven minutes and, and versus some really, really talented football teams. So our guys have, have been uh, right there on the cusp with some really talented groups, uh, some experienced groups, some older groups that have done a lot of recruiting in this conference for a long time, uh, let alone outside the conference. And uh, to see them put a full one together and, and, and to finalize the deal was really good. I think that um, you know, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a shock that if we played well, we knew we could finish a game. We, we've had instances this season where we've seen that. Guys have been practicing really hard, putting their thing together, staffs and working their tail off, and we've been trying to mix and match a lot of injuries we've got on a young group with a, with a short depth chart, and uh, they overcame, which was nice to see. And I was actually going to ask you about that later. How, how did those closely contested games earlier in the season that may not have gone your way prepared you for the win last week? Well, I mean, that just—it's gonna—it tests your—it tests your culture in year one. It just—if it, you find out exactly what kind of, what kind of identity you got in the room, and, and and how guys can 
can push through it and what kind of culture you can build in it and how you can communicate with your guys and give them feedback in regards to what wins football games. And uh, there's a lot, a lot of really good seeds that can come out of uh, close wins and losses that, that, that a team can build on, and we're doing just that. And big-time congratulations are in order for running back Charles Williams, the Chuck Wagon. He became UNLV's all-time leading rusher in school history in the win. He's a guy who's just as impressive, if not more impressive, off the field than on. But from your perspective as his head coach, what's it been like to be around a, a historic player by, by program standards, really, in all areas? Yeah, Charles has been great. He's been, been an awesome part of our program. Uh, you know, a mature guy who's been around – uh, been around a lot of football. He's learning a, a different style and some new things here, which which my hat's off to him for having the maturity and and the humbleness to sit in there and learn and still be able to be coachable. Um, you know, I've had I've been fortunate to have a bunch of really good backs in my career and and uh, and to have Charles here and and to be have another one uh, that that uh, that's around doing some good things. You know, is uh, is exciting. And moving on to the hardware, your freshman signal caller Cameron Friel was tabbed as the Mountain West's Freshman of the Week, the first Rebel to win a weekly award this season. Uh, his performance really springboarded your squad to their, their third straight win in Albuquerque. With all the turnover and change of quarterback this season, how, how impressive does that make this performance from Cameron? And, and what does it mean going forward for the rest of the year, maybe looking forward to next year as well? Well, I mean, as a true freshman to come in and, and, and really come in early and not get any basically be the three all the way up until about game four of the season and to come in and do what he's doing is really impressive not to not to mention the fact he didn't play senior high school because of COVID so you got a guy who's uh really impressive right now with good poise uh obviously we recognize that in the recruiting process in regards to some of the traits that he's got the ability to push the ball down the field and some things we believe uh mechanically gives him a, a really good chance in our system but what you don't know sometimes is the poise and the uh and 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 the and the nature of the of the, of the guy and he's a battle and he's uh he's he's displayed some some maturity and some toughness um it's not been perfect for him but nor do we know you know we've done this a long time with some great quarterbacks uh, in our past and so to see uh to see his growth and to see him keep learning is is really impressive um he's playing catch at a high rate and uh he's getting better every week and and more and more uh, poised with what we're doing. We're joined here on This Week in the Mountain West by UNLV head coach Marcus Arroyo. Looking ahead to the next couple of weeks, your guys return home to Allegiant Stadium for the next two games with Hawaii coming to town this upcoming Saturday. Well, what kind of a message are you going to be sending to your team in practice to try to build on the momentum of the road win last week? Well, you got you got to stack wins when you start when you start building a program and you start to do things at a consistent rate, and that's our goal um, is to build something that's consistent and, and, and can be stable for a long time. Is you have to do it on a consistent basis, and that's back-to-back. -back. Regardless of win or loss, you got to go back to work and elevate the standards of what you're doing. And so um, that's been the messaging is to see what we did really, what we did well, build off of that, what adjustments we can make, and then we got to go compete versus a really good football team coming to our house and, and, and stack a win. Good football teams stack wins, and they know how to win games and be 1-0 each week and, and, and not, look too, not look backwards and not look forward. And lastly, Coach, without giving away too much of your scouting report for the Rainbow Warriors, can you give us a brief summary on what we can expect from Hawaii in Week 11? Well, you got a well-coached football team that's been together a long time. Um, the culture of that program has been that was instilled, and in, in, they've won a lot of games there. I'm, I'm very familiar with with what Coach uh, Coach Jones did there before that. How the how the program has built themselves up, um, and now Coach Graham is there um, building off of that. So he's got. He's got some talented guys. He's going to, he's coaching them hard. He's got to, they do a good job with their schemes. Uh, their quarterback's a really good player, and so they'll be they'll give us everything we everything we want, and we're excited for that. He's UNLV head coach Marcus Arroyo. Coach, congrats on your first victory last week, and best of luck the rest of the way out.
Appreciate it. Thanks. We'll check in with Nevada play-by-play broadcaster John Rainey next. This is the Week 11 edition of This Week in the Mountain West here on the Mountain West Radio Network. This is Troy Calhoun, head football coach of the United States Air Force Academy. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. With 12 institutions nestled in the nation's most desirable destinations, you'll see us enjoying life at the peak of celebration. As you witness us not only win, but win the right way, you'll find us competing at the peak of integrity. As our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. The next big play is just a click away on the Mountain West Network. Join me, Jesse Kurtz, for the latest insight, analysis, and live game action you won't find anywhere else. Catch over 1,500 events for free in HD on the only network that lets you watch any team, anytime, on any device. Go to the MW.com today and get your game on with the Mountain West Network With unrivaled landscapes that provide a quality of life unlike any in the country, you'll find us immersed at the peak of nature's splendor through a gateway of opportunity which leads to academic and personal growth that is beyond compare. Our students learn at the peak of achievement. And as our more than 5,000 student-athletes take the field of play with unequaled passion, you'll find us performing at the peak of competition. The Mountain West is at the peak. In the Mountain West, sportsmanship meets winning with honor, but don't take our word for it. Sportsmanship is more than what goes on on the field. Good sportsmanship means being loud, but being courteous. Sportsmanship is enjoying the game and being respectful of other team's fans. And that goes for all officials, coaches, players, and mascots. Sportsmanship is making your parents and your coaches proud. It takes all of us working together to make a good game great. Sportsmanship, that's what it's all about. The Mountain West, champions in life. This is Jay Norvell, head coach of the University of Nevada. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Next up on the Week 11 edition of This Week in the Mountain West is Nevada play-by-play broadcaster John Rainey, who was on the call for the Wolfpack's thrilling 27-24 win over San Jose State in Week 10. And, John, it was up to junior kicker Brandon Salton with three seconds left in the game to give Nevada the win in a tied game at that point. What was going through your mind from the press box when he lined up for the game-winning 45-yard kick? Well, I was thinking about how he had beaten the Spartans with zeros on the clock uh, two seasons ago, October 12, 2019, towards that same northern goalpost at Mackey Stadium. That one was from 40 yards out. And I was thinking, my goodness, Brandon Talton's going to beat these guys near or at the buzzer again. And he did. I was also thinking about how he shook off two missed field goals and another one blocked in the first half. Incredible display of mental strength from Brandon Talton. Talton, the Spartan killer here over the last couple of years. It was another big game through the air for Carson Strong, finished 36 of 54 for 314 yards and a score through the air. He rests 392 yards shy of his career-high passing total from last season. What's it been like for you and the coaching staff really to be able to watch and rely on a reliable signal caller, if you will, Strong here in his fourth year in the program? It's been remarkable, and it's gotten to the point where his brilliance is so anticipated and expected that, for example, in the first half when he throws two picks and no touchdowns and isn't anywhere near 200 yards for the half through 30 minutes, you wonder what's wrong. And that illuminates how expected, how just it's assumed that Strong is going to put up 300, 400 yards, going to throw three, four touchdown passes per game – 
Those are insane expectations for a college quarterback. Uh, I liken it, in it, and I know this is uh, very high praise and maybe a bit hyperbolic, but it reminds me of when Barry Bonds was having his great power surge, and every pitch that was a strike, it seemed that Barry hit it out of the ballpark to the point where when he didn't, it was a surprise. That's kind of how Carson Strong has uh, appeared to me, especially this season. You just expect 400 yards and four touchdowns, which is an insane thing to expect week in and week out. And looking ahead to the upcoming matchup, which should be a very exciting one against San Diego State in Week 11, first place in the West Division on the line in this one. What are going to be some of the top matchups to keep an eye on from your perspective? Well, number one will be the Nevada offensive line, which I mentioned before has struggled to block for the run this year and has also been inconsistent in protecting Carson Strong. That matchup against a very elite Aztecs defensive line will be the number one matchup. If Strong can stay relatively secure in the pocket and stay upright, he's going to go to town on pretty much any defense, I suspect, in the Mountain West, even one as great as San Diego State's. Uh, That is the great matchup of the game, the pack offense against the Aztec defense. So can the Wolfpack offensive line keep Carson Strong relatively protected in the pocket? The other great matchup is the uh, Aztecs running game. Uh, Nevada's defeats this year have come in games where they can't stop the run, both on big gashing plays and just generally Kansas State and Fresno State. And so San Diego State, you know, they're not going to throw it around a bunch. They're going to line up and run right at the Wolfpack. And how Nevada's defense is able to withstand that kind of frontal assault uh, will be very telling in the outcome of the game. And lastly, John, take us inside the mind of Jay Norvell and his coaching staff. Give us just a couple of superlatives to describe the matchup against the San Diego State Aztecs team. Jay knows that the Aztecs are a very important team within the history of the Mountain West. Uh, Jay has beat the Aztecs three years in a row now, and that has been a huge achievement. And it's really been kind of a measuring stick for Norvell and his staff and the program as they have brought the team up uh, since a 3-9 and nine start in 2017. Nevada now has won three in a row against the Aztecs, and they've all been close games. And they've been kind of glimpses and, and examples of where the program might be going. And now this year, in a race for a, a division crown with these Aztecs, Uh, Nevada has kind of reached where they were hoping to get to and showing signs of going in the right direction. They beat the Aztecs each of the last three years. So I think there's that aspect. And I also think, you know, Jay understands that the West Division and generally the Wolfpack conference schedule this year has just been murderous. You know, Fresno State, and then you have the rivalry game with UNLV, even though the Rebels have not been good this year. That is an emotionally draining affair because of the Fremont Cannon and the great rivalry with the Rebels, then maybe there was a bit of an emotional dip and a close call against the Spartans, now on the road against San Diego State, home with a short week against Air Force after that, and then finishing up at Colorado State. So I think the the demands of the schedule are also uh, at the forefront of the thinking of the Wolfpack coaching staff. A big thank you to Nevada play-by-play man John Rainey for stopping by the Week 11 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. We'll preview the entire schedule around the conference after these words from your local station. This is Coach Todd Graham, head coach of the Rainbow Warriors. We'll be back with more of This Week in the Mountain West right after this timeout. This is Brent Brennan, head coach of the San Jose State Spartans. Welcome back to This Week in the Mountain West. Back with our final segment on This Week in the Mountain West, 
set to take a look at the Week 11 slate of action around the Mountain West Conference. The schedule kicks off on Friday night on the Smurf Turf in Boise, Idaho, as the Boise State Broncos welcome the Wyoming Cowboys for a game whose winner will be bowl eligible afterwards. That one will get going at 7 Mountain Time Friday night on FS1. After their first win of the year and of head coach Marcus Arroyo's tenure in Las Vegas, the UNLV Rebels take on Hawaii at Allegiant Stadium just off the Vegas Strip in a matinee 1 p.m. Pacific time kickoff televised on Spectrum and the Team One Sports app. The Fresno State Bulldogs hope to rebound off a loss last week as they take on the Lobos of New Mexico at home at a 4 p.m. Pacific time game with television coverage on stadium. Air Force and Colorado State will duke it out in Fort Collins with the Ram-Falcon rivalry trophy on the line as the Mountain West's two Colorado-based teams square off in a 5 p.m. Mountain Time start on Saturday night on CBS Sports. The late schedule around the conference begins at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Saturday night with the Nevada Wolfpack traveling to Southern California to take on the San Diego State Aztecs on CBS Sports Network and Utah State and San Jose State getting going at the same time on FS1. Remember, San Jose State can make themselves bowl eligible with a win against the Aggies. That'll do it for the Week 11 edition of This Week in the Mountain West. If you missed any part of the show, you can always listen on SoundCloud on the Mountain West Radio Network page and also at themw.com. You can download the show as a podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn. And of course, you can always follow the Mountain West on Twitter at Mountain West. I'm Matt Neverett saying thank you for tuning in. Enjoy your week around the Mountain West. This is Craig Thompson, Commissioner of the Mountain West. We'll talk to you next week right here on This Week in the Mountain West.